Buenos dias from Bedford-Stuyvesant. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 4th of August, 2022. Bit late this week, sorry about that. This is a quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Sticky situation for the Council of Ministers this week. It's just hours after approving the first draft of the official secrets law, many members of parliament and council members and officials quickly said the proposed amendments were unsatisfactory. The official secrets law hasn't been updated since it was approved in 1968 and will be replaced by the preliminary draft law on classified information. However, the plot thickens. If the amendments are approved, many officials are worried that the top state secrets could remain protected from the public for up to 50 years. So information in important cases will simply be swept under the rug without proper investigation, particularly classified information about the Franco regime. Many members are appealing to the government to reconsider the first draft and stop assuming the public is incapable of processing information that is their right to know. Moving on, the aftermath of soaring temperatures and the seventh wave of COVID means that sadly more people died in July 2022 than in the average July. The Carlos III Health Institute and the Mortality Monitoring System reports that almost 40,000 deaths were observed in July this year, about 20% more than average in other Julys. About 2,000 cases are attributed directly or indirectly to the temperatures and about another 2,000 to COVID. However, many of these devastating cases are currently left unexplained. Majority of deaths have affected older people, particularly those between 75 and 85 years of age. In brighter news, the Spanish-made Hipra vaccine will be available to 14 EU member states after it receives confirmation from the European Medicines Agency. Girona-based pharmaceutical company Hipra Human Health announced on Tuesday the 2nd that the European Commission had signed a joint purchase agreement contract to ensure 250 million vaccine doses are available as a booster for vaccinated citizens over 16. Want to know how the European Commission's energy consumption plan is going? Short answer, not so well. Opposition is mounting against the proposed plan we discussed last week, and government officials themselves are battling against each other. Pedro Sanchez pleads with other party members to get behind the plan, join forces against Vladimir Putin's energy blackmail, but many critics are less than happy with the government's acceptance of the proposal on Monday the 1st. According to Sanchez, the proposal is Europeanist and just makes common sense. Agreed. However, one of his biggest critics, predictably, Isabel Diaz Ayuso, president of the Community of Madrid, has said that her administration will not adhere to the rules, especially turning off public building lights after 10 p.m. without consulting citizens and administrative staff first. In her words, Madrid will not shut off. Catchy phrase, but why not turn out the lights after 10? Many autonomous communities have condemned the irresponsible words from Ayuso's government. Valencia in particular has criticized the president of the community of Madrid without explicitly saying whether they agree with the new rules or not. Moving on, recent article by The Guardian has compared the difference between the UK and the rest of Europe regarding the cost of living crisis. EU has announced similar schemes to Spain, such as reducing train fares. They've highlighted that Spain is doing as much as possible to help feel fewer effects of the increased energy price, although it doesn't specifically mention how much more than the UK. Many countries are cutting back on transport prices, implementing tax cuts and removing VAT on some items. Even in the current climate, Countries are almost battling over who is doing more, which seems like a very unfair competition considering the circumstances. 
Next up, an update on Shakira's sketchy dealings with the Spanish tax authorities. A Colombian singer faces trial after rejecting a plea deal offered by the Spanish authorities as she has decided she wants to prove her innocence in court. 2018, the singer was charged with failing to pay up to 14 million euros in tax from income earned between 2012 and 14 after claiming her primary residence was in the Bahamas, not Barcelona. The trial date is still to be decided, but if charged, she could be fined or worse, face prison time. Moving on, rise in injection spiking has been reported throughout Spain over the weekend. Mysterious injection complaints have spread across Europe and the UK over the past couple of months starting in Belgium and Ireland, now in Spain, reporting cases too. The injection spiking have been seen throughout clubs and discotheques. The effects of these injections are dizziness and vomiting, but unfortunately at the moment, experts are not sure what the substance contains. Government of Catalonia, which has received about 20 complaints of this type in the last few days, has introduced a protocol that urges victims to alert entertainment venues and to go to local health centers for further assistance. We recommend you follow your local protocols when going out. So interesting news about Barcelona. The city has been battling the environmentally precarious task of hailing taxis with a new super system of micro taxi stops. Barcelona's city council is currently finalizing the implementation of 191 micro taxi ranks distributed throughout its 10 districts. Why? According to research, taxi drivers spend most of their time looking for passengers to pick up. That's an estimated 60% of time driven without a passenger. Barcelona City Council wants to reduce CO2 emissions when they see the introduction of the micro taxi ranks as the way forward. Rather than passengers waiting on the street with their arms stretched out, those who want a taxi will now need to make their way to one of the 191 locations and wait for a cab to pull up. Most micro stops have been implemented with a further 43 stops set to round up the total in September and October. Ahead of the usual August influx of tourists, the UK Foreign Agency has urged travelers coming to Spain from the UK to be prepared for long waits and have their documents ready on arrival. Spanish authorities are now said to be permitting British passport holders to access the e-gates and speed up customs. However, Foreign Agency has warned holidaymakers that they should only go through these gates if and when permitted by airport staff. They will also need proof of accommodation, return flights, enough money to cover trip expenses, which is currently around 100 euros per day, regardless of which gate they go through. Proof of accommodation could be either a hotel booking confirmation or invitation for those visiting family or friends. Want to know more? Link in the show notes. In light of this announcement, unsatisfied British residents have flocked to social media to complain, saying they have been forced to enter through the police customs and have experienced long waits and queues. Tradition is a funny thing. Sometimes it's based on age-old habits, other times it's due to obscure laws and agreements. This week, Spain's kingdom got a little smaller after abiding by a ceremonial tradition with France, which saw them hand over a tiny uninhabited island. This week, the first, the tiny Isla de los Faisanes, situated on the Spanish-French border near the town of Ondarribia, Spain, or Hedaye, France, changed sovereignty and officially became French territory. Historically, on the 1st of August, the island of no more than 2,000 square meters is taken over by the French and is then returned to Spain on the 1st of February. Current agreement of island control dates back to 1901, but its history is a lot older, with French historians noting a similar agreement as far back as the 17th century. Between 1658 and 1660, the island 
was chosen to signify a peace treaty between the Kingdom of Spain and France after being at war for many years. Strange but amusing agreement, right? That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. You can support us by subscribing to our show so you hear us every week. That way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at Spain at Rorschach.com. Follow us on Instagram at Rorschach.Spain and Twitter at Rorschach Spain. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.